Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. <laughs> Which show is it there? The show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Were you uh, sampling the uh, champagne or what? I was sampling the special brownies that we made. Ah. Oh, my God. It's December 4th, 1998. It is. You know, currently, I think they're only like eight episodes into the next season of 90210. So when we're done, I mean, they're, they're eight episodes plus however many episodes we have left in this season. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, I think we still have like eight. So they're like 16 episodes ahead of us. But still, it's, you know, it's, we're catching it's, it's exciting that we're catching up. We are very much. I wish they took longer summer breaks. We would be caught up so much sooner. Right. Hopefully we can catch up before the show gets canceled or they decide <laughs> to just stop. I feel like that's going to happen soon. Me too. I, well, I don't know about being canceled because I think it's still a very popular show for some reason. But uh, I can't imagine I, they've they have mined like the entirety of this. Yeah, and like the characters are just becoming caricatures. I can never oh, say that wow. damn word. Have you been sampling the champagne? Here? No, <laughs> of themselves though. Like this whole episode, they were just annoying. Most of them, yeah. This was this was. This might be a fun episode to talk about because it was so bad, but it was a bad episode. It was very bad. It was not enjoyable to watch. Making amends, it's called. Like, it literally, like, raised my blood pressure. You think so? I do. Well, I think it possibly gave me a stroke, which... Oh, dear Lord. Which would explain the beginning of this episode. I guess so. (laughs) But why don't we get into uh, the amends making? I don't even know what they're making amends for. Anyone? Oh, I'm pretty sure I know what it's what it's what it refers to. To the rape? Yes. I don't I don't I'm feel pretty like... sure it's I'm pretty sure it's Valerie making amends with fucking Vince or whatever his name Vince. is. Vince Noah. Jeez. Noah. I think the actor's name is Vince. Do you do you think of him as Vincent. Vince when we're watching the show? Like <laughs> No, I think of him as Vince when I'm in the show. <laughs> oh, do you now? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> anyway, he's not even attractive. No, um, he's not. I don't know. Where do we want to start with this? I guess with uh, Kelly in the clinic. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with Kelly in the clinic. <sighs> so everyone in this episode makes stupid decisions and says stupid things and are wrong about everything. <laughs> We're just going to preface that this with this episode with that. So Donna's father is actually in the episode this time, the doctor of the clinic. Yeah, he's he's around. He's he's paling around. Now the mom's not. The mom is referenced oh, no. many times and like he talks to her on the phone or something like that. He's like, Elise, they couldn't afford you. But <laughs> uh, you know, I'll talk to you on the phone. Yeah. Do you think she gets paid for a mention? No. Yeah, probably not. That would be ridiculous. She didn't write it. Well, it's like when um when actors appear in like a picture or mm-hmm. something like that in a movie, when they don't want to be in the sequel or something like that, when their character appears in that, they get paid for that. That's stupid. I think it's a small amount of money, but I'm pretty sure they get paid for it. I mean, I guess because they're using their likeness, but no part of her went into it. 
the the um, well, I don't I don't think that you get for for a mention. I don't think you get because yeah, it's the character. They own the character. They don't own her body or her voice or well, whatever. But here's the thing. So this is this is interesting. This huh. will be the only interesting thing we talk about in this episode. <laughs> okay, because the rest of this episode was or the rest of the episode of the show was was bad. But not was going on on our show. Every episode of our show is amazing. Yeah. It's a home run. But um, Back to the Future Part Two. Chris Van Glover did not want to return as the dad. Okay. He's not in that movie. Are you aware of that? No. Even though there are scenes with him in the movie, he's uh-huh. not in the movie. Explain that. So they got a lookalike for the future for the future scenes. They got a lookalike under heavy prosthetics, like he's wearing a baseball cap or whatever, and like sunglasses or something like that. And he's like, hi, everybody. You can kind of say, if you know it and you hear him and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you can tell like his voice sounds off and he's like, oh, your father's thrown out his back again. And he's on that like hovering thing upside down so that it, it's easier to not really pay attention to his face. Right. Because he's on this big fucking thing. So that's a, a, um, a, a lookalike for the character of George McFly. When he goes back to 1955 in in uh, part two, where mm-hmm. there's the two Martys and everything like that, you know, um, they show scenes from the first movie right, right. of George dancing and, and stuff like that yeah. and everything, right? So he can be there. But Crispin Glover did not agree to let them do that. And he sued them. Huh. And he won. So he got a bunch of money for uh, part two. and And it... Gave actors more control over their likeness and the ability to use like because that was Robert Zemeckis's uh, and, and Bob Gale's um, argument was that well we own the characters it's the character it's not Crispin Glover and Crispin Glover's art it was like that's me though that's my face right you know you're using my likeness and I didn't tell you I didn't give you permission to do that you're using my likeness in a movie I did not want to be a part of you you know you offered me a role I said no I did not want to be in the movie. And then you put me in the movie. So he won. Wow. Do you think he really just hated it so much that he didn't want to be in it? Like, that's kind of fucked. Like, it's such a good movie. Well, he couldn't have hated it because it hadn't been made yet when he when he said he didn't want to do it. I, I don't think he was interested in doing a sequel. I think he wanted to do more, like, art house stuff. He's a really fucking weird person. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen interviews with him. He almost, no. like, he, he almost kicked David Letterman once in the face. Oh, my. And, uh, like, showing his karate moves or something like that. And then he got uh, banned from David Letterman's show. Um, when he was on the, when he was on set of Friday the 13th Part 4, uh, the, uh, you know, uh, whatever, Jason dies, um, that, that one, uh, he does this weird fucking dance and everything. <laughs> and apparently that's how he danced in clubs in L.A. And it's so weird. And he's just a weird fucking person. And he does a lot of weird art house kind of movies. So I think he just wasn't interested in doing um, a, a sequ- any sequels, really. Yeah. I don't think he's ever been in a sequel. Okay, well, I guess that makes sense. So, um, I don't even remember how we got on this topic anymore. Why don't we start with likeness rights? Uh, Elise, what? It, it doesn't matter. I could go through the. I, I remember how we got okay, okay, I could okay. go through it, but who cares? They already heard it. Um, now two and zero. Oh. <laughs> maybe um, we should start with Donna. You were going to start with Kelly in the clinic. Maybe we should start with Donna. I though. already did, but okay, fine. Is the episode? Well, no, you just said that her dad was around. <laughs> go ahead. We didn't get into it. <laughs> but like the movie, the the movie, the TV show starts with Donna. 
Okay. Being rushed to the hospital. Right. Oh, yeah, because she overdosed. Because she overdosed. Which I had completely forgotten about. I don't even know if we mentioned it last episode. I feel like we didn't. I'm pretty sure we didn't, too, but that's how the episode ended. Yeah. Is that Noah found her passed out on uh, her the beach, the Barbie Beach House carpet. So it was a, a big uh, cliffhanger there. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so uh, she's going to be okay. Spoiler. Right. Um. But yeah, so it starts out with she's in the hospital. She has overdosed. They're telling her parents that, you know, well, her dad. she's going to be okay. Her, the dad's calling them out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Relay the information because she's not in the episode. Because yeah. um, I can't afford her Crispin Glover style. And he's like, come home with me, sweetheart. And she's like, no, I want to go back to Barbie Dreamhouse. And she's like, Kelly will be there to help me. And he's like, Kelly was there before. Yeah. Fuck Kelly. Yeah, he is not happy. And, like, she's really in denial that she was addicted to these drugs. She's just like, oh, I just took too many. I'm not an addict. I'm not a drug addict. I wonder if that's going to be a... Yeah, she's a real case choice. Um, I I wonder if that's going to be a ongoing thing. Like, she doesn't think... Like, are they actually going to play into that? Or... Is it just over now? Yeah, because in reality, if she didn't accept that she had a problem, then she would very easily just relapse again. Well, and it's like, the, you know, the this show deals with drugs and addiction in the, in the most ridiculous way possible. Yeah. Like, there's not much to Donna's story. She's in the hospital for a while. People want to see her. She talks to Kelly. Kelly's like, oh, I should have seen the problems. And she was like, no, nah, you know, I was hiding it and shit. Um... And then she comes home to, like, detox, basically. they mm-hmm. they First of all, she was only in there for, like, a day. Yeah. They pumped her stomach. And then they're like, well, now we're, we're going to release her. And it's like, really? Like, that's it? You're just going to release her? Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of money. If she was, a lot of money, a lot of sense. If she were poor, uh-huh. it would make sense. But they have a lot of money. So they could easily have put her somewhere nice to detox and be taken care of. Right. But instead, she's literally, like, alone almost the whole time at her house while she's going through it. And she looks at the pills, and she's like, the pills start talking to her. <laughs> yeah, she found more pills eat, in her house. <laughs> um, But Noah comes over, and she's like, fuck you, I don't want to see you. And he's like, no, nah, you're going to see me. And um, he dumps the pills down the drain, which... Thanks for poisoning the water supply now. Right. Yeah, that's not how you dispose of it. Everyone's going to feel a little bit more relaxed tomorrow <laughs> in the Beverly Hills area. Um, but, uh, but like, essentially, there's a little more to her story and we'll get into it. But essentially, because this is the point I want to make, mm-hmm. essentially, she is there for, like, two or two days with, with him, with Noah, watching over her or whatever, or, like, a night or something like that. Oh, I didn't remember he was there. Yeah, Other he, than he, he the stayed there with her. Okay. He's like, I'm not leaving until you fucking kicked us or whatever. And he stayed there with her, and then she's like, oh, my God, I feel like myself again. She wakes up the next morning, she's like, I feel like myself again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I really feel like it's going to be like, everything's better, because that's when yeah. you're addicted to pills, that's all it takes. All it takes <laughs> is having Noah with you for one night, and then you're fucking done, and all your problems are solved. He has a magic sperm. But it's like, they do that all the time with everything, with with. Kelly's addiction with David's addiction, yeah. uh, David's mental health problem. It's mm-hmm. all like they try to tackle these uh, Brandon's gambling addiction. Yeah. They try to tackle these like issues and then they're like, oh, but 
But it's good now. No lasting ramifications. Right. Well, I mean, come on. It's sparkly Beverly Hills now to an O. Well, and that's that's the problem, is that it rings hollow when they try to uh, when they try to tackle stuff like this because they do not have the balls to follow through and have any lasting consequences at all. Mm-hmm. In reality, Brandon would still struggle with gambling addiction. Yeah. In reality, Kelly would still struggle with cocaine addiction. Yeah, but she's able to drink alcohol, which, you know, yeah. is not usually how that works either. She can just go to a party and drink alcohol and she's fine. And I'll bet you that Donna, next time she gets a headache or something like that, she'll be able to take fucking pain pain medication sure. for it. Why not? No problem at all. Even if she got hurt again, they'd be like, oh, we'll just give you some pills. And she's like, well, I know this time not to get too independent <laughs> about it. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. I mean, they do uh, take take Brandon. God, I keep talking bad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's like I keep trying to say the words like ahead of time. (laughs) (laughs) Carol wants you to hear them before you're ready to hear them. So they keep taking Brandon's gambling addiction out and dusting it off every once in a while. Every once in a while. I mean, sort of. He's he's dealt with it a couple times. A couple times, I guess. I mean, and I feel like that's probably easier to avoid than, you know... Drugs and alcohol. But. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's probably true. But I just, I don't like the way they handle addiction or problems like that of any yeah. kind. Yeah, no, I agree. And the same thing's going to happen with the rape. We'll get we'll get to that later. But um, the only other thing that really happens in Donna's storyline is that, well, there's two things that happen. The dad's like, I had no idea you were taking these fucking pills. What were you taking and everything? He's like, well, she's like, well, the pills made me sleepy, so I took uppers, and I got them from the rapist. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God. And she's like, and uh, I stole a bottle from the clinic. And he's like, his face, he's like, you stole from the clinic? Like, he's Oh, like, yeah, he was very he's upset. Like, I don't even know her anymore, you know? That's a pretty fucking fucked up he thing to do. He could lose his medical license. Yeah. Well, and go to jail, maybe, even. Well, I mean, obviously, that's not going to happen. It's it's his clinic. I mean. Yeah. No, but I don't think that they're going to like, there's somebody checking up behind him to be like, hey, there's a bottle of pills missing. Like, I don't, I don't imagine that's going to happen. But I mean, if that came out, he could lose his medical license. Like the, the uh, Mm. Food and Drug Administration, the Food and Drug Administration, I think it, you know, monitors some of that shit, right? If he gave them to her, it'd be one thing. She stole them from him. If somebody broke into the clinic and stole their pills, is he liable for that? I mean. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. She was literally going to, like, pry the cabinet open. Remember, she had something in her hands to do it with. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, But, I mean, Kelly could get fired for sure. Because Kelly's the one that left the keys there that Donna yeah. used when she stole Sure, her. yeah. That's Agreed. negligence. Yeah. But. I, yeah, I don't think he's responsible. I mean, he he. I think he's responsible for giving her more pills when she asked for them. Like he wrote her a script for more yeah. pain pills. Yeah, when he knew she shouldn't have needed more yet. Well, she lied and said she dumped them. Oh the yeah, but you could tell he knew. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But anyway, uh, she also gets fired. Yeah, she. Well, I mean, she kind of fires herself because she yeah. knows that's what's going to happen. What was the point? Okay, she goes to work, yep. and they're praising her designs. Oh, and my she, God, you're the best, Donna. And she finds out that the girl who she stole the designs from has left the company. And instead of just being like, wow, that solves my problem, <laughs> which is like what any normal person would do at this point, she's like, actually, 
I stole those designs. Yeah, they were hers. That's why she left because she was pissed off. And he's like, oh, well, you're fired then. Right. And, and she's like, why don't you give me a second chance, though? So stupid. There's so much stupidity in this episode. So, and like, I mean, like the main design stuff was hers. She only stole a couple things from this woman. Yeah, and here's the thing. So, this is the question I have. She's got a contract or something like that, right? Like, I would assume. Like, she she didn't design that in-house. She brought that to him. Right. That's not work for hire shit. So, like, she should get royalties or something like that for she those should, designs? Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing she's still going to make money from that. Maybe, unless... Um, I don't know how the fashion world works. Unless maybe she breached the contract when she stole somebody's designs. Maybe, or maybe, like, she, she, maybe she sold them to him. Yeah. And then also got a job out of it. Maybe. So, like, maybe he gave her, like, a lump sum of money for the... I don't know how design yeah. shit works, so... But that's Donna. Donna, you know, is at home pouting and everything. And then a day later, she's like, oh, my God, I'm better. Yep. And then she goes and gets herself fired. And Noah, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. That pisses me off, too. She's just, like, so happy with Noah again. Yep. Even though he cheated on her slash possibly kind of, depending on how you look at it, raped Valerie. Exactly. Although. <laughs> yes. Um, when they unpack that in this episode, there are some things. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, they... they <laughs> okay, yeah. So, I guess we can do Valerie next. I mean, David can't do Valerie, but... Um, <laughs> he tries, and she's like, no. Yeah, he... I, she, thought, I thought David was going to be an asshole for a second, but he's not. No, I mean, he was getting a little frustrated, mm-hmm. but he backed off. So, Valerie is... Uh... Well, what's his name? Noah's Noah's brother. Mm, Josh. He he ends up getting prosecuted. Noah's like, I told the prosecutor I'll do whatever, you know, I'll help him and stuff like that. He ends up only going away for a year and then 250 hours of community service because of, like, illegal possession of narcotics or something like that. Mm-hmm. He, d- he doesn't, I mean, I guess technically he didn't rape her, so... No, he didn't. So he can't get... He can't get um, convicted of rape. I didn't even think about that because I, I my, in my mind, I was thinking, oh, I'll be convicted of rape, but I guess not because he didn't, he didn't get the chance to do it. No, he drugged her with the intent. So he should, he should be charged with drugging her, though. Yeah, yeah, that's whatever that's you call that. Or, that's yeah. at least assault. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. So he gets a year in jail. Which I guess is amazing for a rich white guy in Beverly Hills right. when he got a year in jail. I mean, he'll be out in six months, but still. Yeah. His relationship's probably done with his fiance. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he was supposed to be getting married. Um, but anyway, so like that's what happens. And Noah's like, I'm sorry, I didn't get more. But, you know, she's like, no, it's fine. And they like, they do this thing where it's they're like, hey, you know, we're going to try to move past this or whatever. And she's like, yeah, whatever, you know, like. Yeah, but then she wants to know what happened. Like, she's kind of obsessing about it. And she's like, why is this thing that I don't even yeah. remember, you know, still bothering me? And, and and like, every time David tries to kiss her or something like that, she's like, oh, you know, like, she doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And it's like she's still, she's traumatized. Trauma, so she's still going through it, yeah. So David says there's only one person who can tell you what happened, which, you know, I think is kind of fucked because Noah was really drunk. Yeah. 
So, like, I don't know if you can really 100% like, uh, like, count what he says yeah, as, and here's, as fact. And here's the thing, too, is like, she has to take him at his word. Yeah. He could easily be lying. Mm-hmm. And I think he kind of was. I, maybe he doesn't remember it exactly correctly. Well, that's what I'm thinking. He was also very impaired. I mean, not as much as her, but they were both impaired. But I kind of remember it. And at one point, so she, I mean, I kind of remember the episode. I, I would have to go back and look at the episode to make sure I'm 100% right. But I think one of those things he said is not correct. But anyway, um, so she goes to him and she's like, I need to know what happened. And he's like, what the fuck? Why? Like, let's just move past this. And she's like, I can't move past it until I know what happened. And so he starts talking to her about what happened. Like, uh, fucking, we, you know, we, I was really, I was mad at Donna, all that shit. I was angry. I got really drunk. And then you had that drink and you were drugged and I had no idea you were drugged. I thought we were both just drunk, which I believe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, you know, my asshole brother got a call from his fiance. So we decided to give him some uh, privacy. Privacy. So we went upstairs to my office, and he's like, uh, and then you pulled me down on the couch. And she's like, and she's like, I did? Like, you know, I did that? And he's like, and he goes, well, I thought you did. But now I know you were drugged, and you just, like, fell, and you reached out to study me, or to reach out to me to, like, steady yourself. That's, I don't think that's what happened. I'm pretty sure she sat down on the couch, yeah. and he sat down next to her, and then he started kissing her. And not on the lips, on the neck. Yes. And she had that vacant stare on her face immediately. And yeah, and he's like, he's like, uh, she's like, did I like kiss you or whatever? And he's like, no, I kissed you. And she's like, did I kiss you back? And he's like, you smiled. So I just thought, you know. Yeah, because that's the normal thing that when you kiss somebody, they don't kiss you back, but they smile. First of all, she didn't smile. I agree. And secondly, like that, if she didn't kiss you back, that's not a normal progression. That is not a green light. If you're kissing somebody and they don't respond, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean keep going. I'm pretty sure he's either intentionally or unintentionally lying. Or the writers couldn't bother to go back to the old episode to see, <laughs> right. to see what happened. But I, to me, I don't think what he said happened. No, I mean, I, I really like in remembering what happened in the episode, I feel like he really did rape her mm-hmm. and he's really trying to make it like he didn't. Now, he again, he didn't realize. And I, I think that he was really drunk. Right. So I don't know how responsible he is for what happened, but she was not acting like she wanted it in any way. No, I think he's trying to justify it, honestly, to himself, to himself maybe, too. Maybe yeah. Even, yeah. Um. But, so she's like, her big takeaway from it is she's like, so it wasn't my fault. Like, I don't know why she thought it was her fault. Because every woman thinks it's their fault, unfortunately. That's how we're built. But, yeah, like, he he absolves her of that. At least he clears her conscience of that. Like, no, it wasn't your fault. And she's like, and I don't believe it was yours either. Which I'm like, it was, Valerie. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Again, because he didn't know she was drugged and he was also very impaired. I don't know. The fact that he's lying about it makes me sus- like makes me even more suspicious though. But 
Is he lying or is he misremembering because he was drunk? Maybe Nobody's mis- memory yeah. is great when Maybe. they've had a lot to drink. Maybe he's misremembering. I don't know. But, like, I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like the whole thing. The other thing I don't like is, so he and he's like, you know, I want you to come back to the after dark or whatever. And she's like, like, fucking nothing happened. And he's like, come on, you know, I'm like, whatever. And, um... Did she ever say yes? Like, she just, she's, I thought she said she couldn't do it. She didn't say yes or no, I don't think. Um, I thought he said he was leaving. That's what I thought, too. But then, at the end, Donna's like, oh, I love you, Noah. And they're kissing. And he had a bag. And he was leaving. And I'm like, no, he was leaving. <laughs> Let Stop him go. it. But, yeah, I think but, he's going to stay now. So, I guess the after dark stays open. I don't know. <sighs> um, but... <sighs> Yeah, I I don't I didn't like this at all. Like mm-hmm. I, they they I don't she I don't understand why she needs to forgive him. I don't understand why like that has to be a thing. I guess that has to be a thing if you want the character to remain likable and be on the show. But guess what? Newsflash writers, he's not likable. We don't want him on the show. <laughs> right? We do not like him. Um, I also want to know what the fuck happened with the ten million dollars. Yeah, she won that civil case just because after the civil case. The truth came out. That doesn't like I. I don't. Can you appeal civil cases? I, wonder, I don't think so. I wonder though if he's still going to give it to her. I, I mean, think he has to. I don't think they they mentioned one way or another. But I feel like yeah. I think in the real world he'd have to. But I feel like you know it's not that much money to him anyway. Yeah, I don't. I. He's I got oil money. Yeah. Like ten million dollars is not going to hurt him. Yeah, he's got destroying the planet kind of money. Come on. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I want, I would like some resolution on that shit. Yeah. We'll probably never get it though. Nope. Um, but. They can just act like she has money again, I guess. There are two other storylines. Well, no, three other storylines. There's David. Mm-hmm. There's Kelly in the clinic. Mm-hmm. And then there's Steve and his stupid oh, ass yeah. storyline. Oh my God. Would you want to talk about Steve's dumb storyline? Because it's, sure. it's so short. You you go because I I feel like I missed something because it I feel like I came into the middle of something like it was confusing to me. Yeah, we all came into the middle of something. Okay. Here. <laughs> um, no, they there used to be a guy that worked in the building uh, where the blaze is, the one that's shaped like a pirate ship, mm-hmm. and he left, and he got the forward like they got the forwarding address wrong or something like that. But he apparently has some sort of pen pal relationship with this girl. <laughs> At first, I thought she knew him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that but, would make sense. But apparently not. Apparently, she's never seen him, and they're just talking through letters. It's, I mean, this is the last season, so it's 1998 for them, too, just mm-hmm. like for us. Mm-hmm. So why aren't they talking over the internet? <laughs> That's a good question. Although, I think pen pals are much better than email pals. I mean, I guess, but, like, it's... I don't know. Anyway, so she's sending him letters, and they're all scented different things. Like, one's in a black envelope, and it's scented like licorice. One's in a red envelope, and it's scented like cherries. Yeah, it's cute. It's very I, cute. I guess. One's in a brown... You wouldn't think that's cute? it's scented like cinnamon. Like... I don't know. I've never... I've That's never happened to me. <laughs> no one has ever done that to, for me, so I don't know. I don't know if I would think it was cute or not, Carol. 
I would love it because you know how much I love yummy smelling things, and they all smelled like food. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> late fee nineteen ninety four at aol.com. Somehow send emails with scents. <laughs> See, that's what I was saying. Paper is better. Yeah, sure. I guess. Um, but anyway, so Steve is opening them and reading them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but. Throughout the entire episode, he's, like, reading them and shit like that and everything. And he's falling in love with this woman. I don't know what happened to the policewoman. Like, I guess she's just gone now. I mean, I guess a couple dates was the extent of their relationship. She met Brandon once, and he put her on the pile with the other body. (laughs) I guess Like, sorry, Steve, this is the code. (laughs) This is is what the black void that I talked to uh, (laughs) has commanded me to do. I, I don't know what's going on. Oh, my God. That would make so much sense. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, she, uh, she's gone. But at the, you know, at the end, towards the end of the episode, Steve's like, she wants to meet at some fucking place or whatever. I'm just going to go there. I'll tell her, hey, you know, the dude's not there or whatever. It's Frank or whatever. What was I don't know. Name? I didn't care enough to know. And he's standing there and he's like, maybe she'll be ugly. And she gets out of the car, and of course she's gorgeous. Of course, and she's like, "Oh my God, you're you're, you're even more beautiful than I thought." She doesn't have a southern accent. No. I just want to do that. No. You're even more beautiful than I thought you were going to be, mid julep, and um, what, so weird. whatever the guy's name is, and uh, he's like, "Oh, of course it's me," you know. And she's like, "Oh my God, I thought you were going to say well, it's not you," and he's like, "No, no, no, of course it's me." And so that's when I that's when I realized that she doesn't know what this fucking guy looks like. And like I feel like if this leads to sex, like that's rape too. Ah, ish. I mean, I guess ish, kind of. I mean, because this is that's, false pretenses. That's yeah, it's false pretenses. He's, it's, she it's literally sleazy, thinks she's having sure. sex with somebody else. So let me ask you a question. If I went out uh looking for women, not that I would, but if we weren't together. Okay. And I went out looking for women, and I'm trying to think of what a celebrity that I look like. Okay. <laughs> um, let's say that I was like, um, what's a good one? Um, oh, uh, Kurt Russell. Okay. <laughs> let's say I'm like, yeah, I'm Kurt Russell. I'm, I was in big trouble in Little China, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Right. Uh, you know me. I was in Overboard. And they're like, aren't you married to or dating like Goldie, Goldie Hawn? Hawn. <laughs> in a relationship with Goldie Hawn where you two will never get married for some reason, even though you have children together? Well, yeah, but well, that's on hold right now. <laughs> like, but anyway, if I if I convinced a woman that I was a celebrity and then we had sex, that's rape? I mean, I guess rape's a little strong. But yeah, exa- I think it's a little strong. It's, it's sleazy. awful. It's sleazy and stuff, but I think rape's maybe a bridge too far on that. I don't know. I think it's very sleazy and disgusting and wrong. I, and Steve should not be doing this. I agree. I agree with you. But I'm just saying, I mean, this is the guy that also stole Richard Belzer's act. So, Yeah, know. that's true. <laughs> that never came up again either. But I just, I feel like if he really liked her, which he seemed to, based on her letters, that he should tell her the truth. Because maybe she'll like him, too, and they can have a real relationship. Yep. But now it's never going to be anything more than a one-night stand. Well, it can't be, yeah. Because, he's an idiot. Because the only way for it to be... Well, I mean, it can't be any more than a one-night stand. Because the only thing that can happen is he has sex with her once, and then it's like, 
All right, see you later. You know, finger guns. Um, in more ways than one, I guess. But um, wow. <laughs> or uh, he's like, you know what? We've had sex and everything a couple times this weekend. Um, but I'm not the guy you thought I was. I'm this other guy. And then she's like, he's going to be like, but can you love me and date me? And she's going to be like, no, because you fucking lied. And yeah. I'm going to leave. Exactly. I'm going to leave before Brandon gets a hold of me. <laughs> good, good luck to her with that. So, anyway, that's his storyline. Stupid, yeah. Now we're down to two. Okay. Two of the stupidest decisions ever. So, David. Yeah, let's do David. Okay. David it's is... It's so funny we were going to start with Kelly in the clinic, and now you want to finish with Kelly in the clinic. I but want... I do think that's the right choice. Okay. Um, so, David is now the lead singer of Jasper's Law. Even though Jasper's not in it anymore. Yeah. So he is completely on board with that. The manager dude's talking about all the great stuff he's going to have and the money he's going to have, and he's showing him this house that he's going to rent, or I don't know. I I think they're renting it for him or whatever. It's like a Malibu beach house. It's like one of those, like, proper beach houses where they've got the deck and everything, and, yeah, it's it's not like the apartment that the, the girls live in. It's a real house. But he's inflating his head, and... Um, not with a pump, and uh, not with his, not with his mouth either. <laughs> with um, words, everyone. And he's has this big show coming up, a big concert. Yep. And he's wearing a outfit at his concert that reminds me of um, MC Hammer, maybe. <laughs> Vanilla Ice, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I think Vanilla Ice is what you're thinking. Of. It's like so shiny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's awful. It's not good. But and yeah, he's like, yeah, you're the fucking best, and you're the, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna do this. And he's like, man, I was really hesitant about fucking over everyone in, in my life to to get success, but mm-hmm. now I love it. And like his songs on the radio all the time, and he's so popular that a girl literally comes up to him mm-hmm. before his show and asks for his autograph on her stomach. Yeah, now in real life, it would be on her boobs. Right. Like we know that even though. Like, that, that girl looked like she was 16. <laughs> right. Well, that's why it was her stomach. But, uh, well, and because it was a TV, because it's a TV show, yeah. too. But, um, I mean, that's the implication, you know, I guess. Like, is that, a, is that a thing? Like, do women actually do that? I've never seen anybody do it. And, I mean, you'd have to get a picture of it because it's not going to last. Yeah, like, what is what is the point of having a... A rock star sign your boobs just so he can touch your boob, right? I guess. Or, I mean, the only other thing I could imagine somebody could do is go immediately to a tattoo parlor and have them ink over the signature. Maybe, yeah, maybe something like that. Or, like you said, I guess a picture. But it's like that's not going to last, obviously, like a regular autograph would. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. It's just weird to me. It's very weird. Um, but that's how popular he is. Mm-hmm. And Brandon is, for the paper, interviewing Jasper from Jasper's Law. Yeah, formerly of Jasper's Law. <laughs> he's just had to change his last name. Or he's had to change his name to uh, former Jasper. Right. The and artist formerly known as Jasper's Law. He's a little bitter. I mean, little sour grapes. Yes, Not that you course. can blame him. Yeah, of course. Um, and he says to Brandon that he thinks that money 
is the reason that the song is all over the radio, which I'd have to agree because it kind of sucks. Like every time I hear it, <laughs> yes. I'm just hit with how bad it is. Yeah. Um, they, they drag out the term payola, which I guess is probably the, the correct term, but it's like, it's such a fucking sixties term because that's where it, that's where it came from. And they're saying it's illegal. Like I didn't even know it was illegal. Yeah, just like, I guess taking, um, Gifts for, you know, drafting and going to schools and stuff. Yeah, yeah. For, um, yes, a- amateur athletes can't accept gifts or money. That's correct. But, I mean, like, you made a good point. We were watching It's kind of like advertising. Like, why is it such a big deal? I don't, th- I mean, it's, I don't understand why it's that big of a deal either. Jasper's like, hey, it's the fucking music industry. Of course that shit happens. Mm-hmm. So Brandon follows the story. Of course, because he's like a shark with blood. Talks to one of the people from the radio station, and he's like, hey, I never took any money to play any songs. And he's like, yeah, but you're not the only one that makes decisions. Like, there's somebody else that makes decisions at the uh, thing. And he's like, I can't uh, I can't comment one way or the other. Like, I have, you know, have seen anything or whatever. And he's like, what about off the record? And he's like, come on, it's the fucking music business, Brandon. Of course. Like, um, he's like, I'm not saying anything, but like... He's like, I not, not I didn't necessarily see anything, but, you know, it's the music business. And so then it comes out that it was his manager or whatever that paid for the song to be on the radio. And it's like, so what? Yeah. Like, he paid to have the song played, and a lot of people like it. Yeah, which is why, you know, he's got girls wanting to sign their bellies and a concert and everything. Yeah, and it's like... To me, I, I get it. It's illegal. It's probably looked down on or whatever. But, like, who cares? But just like Vanilla Ice, he's looked at as immoral and going to lose everything now. Well, that's that's what Brandon is saying. And Brandon comes to him before his big concert. Right before. And tells him about it. What an asshole. This whole time, I'm just like, Brandon, stop it. Leave your fucking friend alone. Like, what the fuck? Even Steve calls him out. Yeah. Steve is like our voice in this episode where he's like, Hey, maybe you're fucking jealous, Brandon. You ever think about that? And he's like, come on. I want him to be successful. He's like, why don't you fucking prove it then? And he's like, all right, I'm, I won't run the story. And um, <clears throat> so David does the concert, and the woman whose belly he signed falls and, like, gets trampled a little bit, and he jumps off the stage. He's like, get away, get away from her, you know, and stuff. And he's like... He's, Shields her with his body. He's protecting her and stuff, and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so Like, Why? You were playing the mildest of songs. like <laughs> Yeah, it was his love song to Donna. Like, what the fuck? I don't understand how this even happened. <laughs> so then they turn his manager into the most cartoonish villain in the world, where he's like, oh, my God, her arm's broken. Uh, this is a fucking PR win of the ages. You saved this woman's life or whatever. Like, you know, and he's like, hey, that's a really nice uh, humanity or whatever. He's like, what do you fucking care about these people? These fucking peons? I I watch them all burn to death. Like, he really is that cartoonishly evil. It's no good. And David's like, I can't be in business with you. Why don't you give my contract to somebody else? You know, he had a hit song on the radio. You don't think he could go to another? Like, he cancels this because he's like, I don't want to be in business with you. You're immoral. I don't like the way you're... You're running things. He could have even said to the head of the company, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna sign because I don't like the way this guy's fucking does things." Mm-hmm. You don't think they'd fire him? They'd be like, "Hey, you, you're the one that's got a hit song. 
that's making all the money. Fuck this guy. Get him out of here. Yeah. You know, we'll give you another manager. Or he could just go to, to another uh, place, another record company, and be like, hey, you know that hit song playing all over the place that everybody loves that's mine? Do you think you could give me a shot? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Instead, he's done with the music. Business. Yeah, he's quitting the whole thing because of this one incident. Because it's immoral. He's so stupid. Because so once stupid he that got it a Because br- once he got a break, no matter how much, the, no, no matter what caused that break, the guy didn't pay all the fans to to listen to the song. Right. Like it's a terrible song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the, in real life, they would have to pay people to listen to the song, but. And but then, yeah. and then he comes back home to Valerie. Do they live together now? I don't really get what's happening there. I I don't know. They're staying with each other a lot. I guess yes. they're in that beach house. I, I, I'm really confused. Don't know. <laughs> but he comes to Valerie after the concert, and she's like, oh, let's celebrate, you know, your great concert. He's like, oh, actually, this is a terrible thing happened. And she's like, I know Brandon told me that you quit. I'm proud of you. I just want you to be happy. And they fuck. Yep. So congratulations to Valerie. She is now all cured and yep. all better. Exactly. No more she's, problems. She, she got, she, she heard about it from Noah. And now the the trauma of rape is over. <laughs> it's just like the addiction. It's just now we'll move on and it won't even be an issue anymore. You know, I mean, honestly, like she was sexually abused by her father who yep. committed suicide. Yep. The amount of trauma she already had. Yep. And then having something like that happen, she would be like barely hanging on probably. It's a slap in the face to, to actual human beings that go through this trauma. Yeah. To be like, yeah, she's just over it, though. She's hot and over it. She's Two gonna, episodes. She's going to She's going to have sex with her boyfriend now, of course. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Don't even, don't even tackle these issues if you're not going to fucking follow through right. with them. Agreed. But speaking of tackling issues, Carol. <sighs> Kelly. Kelly in the clinic. And a very, very attractive guest star. I haven't seen her. Uh, I Apparently, she's been on some like TV show or something like that. But um, uh, I looked her up. Okay. Uh, wow, she really made an impression. Yeah, I went, I went back into the TV guide. Her name is Jessica Alba. Oh, okay. Good to know. But she's a teenage mother. Yeah, she didn't, you didn't think she was pretty? She's pretty, not that pretty. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Okay, whatever. Um, Someone's jealous. I guess so. She shows up at the clinic... Saying that she's like a month away from delivering a baby. Yeah, she barely has any stomach at all. But she has, she's having contractions. Yeah, I, I I just it really bothered me. She did not look pregnant. They did not do a good job. Well, I mean they 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 had her in the overalls. Yeah, so those big baggy overalls. So I think that was supposed to be hiding the belly. I guess you know I I actually know somebody who did this when they were a teenager. Wore they, overalls. They hid a pregnancy when they were 16. Wow. And then just gave the baby up for adoption without their parents knowing. Oh, my God. She did, completed the whole thing, huh? Yeah. Oh, good for her. <laughs> the parents never found out. Well, that's, I mean, that's good. That, <clears throat> I guess. That child could be president of the United States one day. We'll never know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this girl shows up, and she's having contractions, and Kelly's like, well, here, let's get the doctor to check you out. We're going to have to send you to the hospital. She's like, but I'm not supposed to have a baby for a month. She's like, well, it's happening. Yeah. So when she comes back, the woman has left. The 16-year-old girl has just disappeared. She's gone. Like, that's alarming. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I would have been a little more concerned, but whatever. Um, 
at the end of the ep- uh, the day. Yeah, not the end of the episode. No. Kelly, As Kelly's leaving the clinic. The baby is on the fucking doorstep. In a box mm-hmm. with, like, towels or something like that. That's it. She's like, sorry, I'm done with it. Here you go. Meh. So fucked up. And instead of doing what a normal person would do mm-hmm. and calling the police, Kelly wants to take the baby home. She takes the... By the way, it's so ridiculous because, like, I don't know where she had this baby. I don't know if she had it in the hospital. I don't, like, she couldn't have been discharged, like, that day if she had it in the hospital. So she just dropped this baby out. It's the cleanest fucking baby (laughs) in the world. Right. No, I mean, she probably went and had it in the alley or something. Um, Yeah, this whole thing is ridiculous. But Kelly decides to take the baby home because she wants to look up this girl's address. Uh Uh-huh. Because she's like, she just made a mistake. I'm not going to take away her ability to yeah, she get wants her this, baby. She wants this baby back. What the, why Why is she so presumptuous? Like, I hate Kelly so much. Oh, yeah. That she, I mean, this girl left the baby on your doorstep. Because she does not want the baby. Yeah. Why are you going to go harass this teenager? So she tracks her down. Her mom answers With the, the door. With the baby in her arms. Yep. Her mom answers the door. And her mom's like, oh, what a cute baby. It looks just like my daughter. <laughs> um, no, she doesn't say that. But she says, hey, can I talk to your daughter? And she's like, oh, yeah. Well, she's got the stomach flu. <laughs> she's like, it's really important, though. And she's like, well, okay. So she comes to the door, doesn't look, you know, like sick at all. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> and she's like, it's your baby, though. Look how beautiful he is. I put diapers on him. And she's like, yeah, I don't want the baby. I'm 16. My mom doesn't know anything about it. I did the same thing that Carol's friend did and, <laughs> and hid the pregnancy with big clothes. And, you know, like, I, I can't fucking take this responsibility. I'm 16. And Kelly's like, well, fine, bitch, and leaves. And uh, the whole time, Dr. Martin's like, hey, uh, you going to call child services or what? And she's like, come on, just like a few more days. And he's like, no, we have a legal responsibility right. to call them. So she calls them, and her old boss comes. Oh, is that who that was? Yes. Okay. And the old boss is like, "Oh yeah, I left the, the I left the thing you work at, and I'm, I went into the the kids thing now." Like, why not just get a different actress? Don't know. Like, there's no reason for that to have been her boss. Um, and then Kelly fucking freaks out on her because yeah. she's like, "What's going to happen now?" And they're like, "Well, she'll go to a foster, or he'll go to a foster home." And for a year. For a year. And then after a year, uh, he'll either go to open adoption or the foster parents can adopt them. And she's like, how come a year? And they're like, well, the, the law says the, the parent has a year to claim the child. And Kelly, who didn't want to call social services because she wanted the mom to have a chance to get this baby back is like, what the fuck? What about his rights? Fuck her. She doesn't want that baby. She left it. And it's like. What yeah, the what fuck? What is happening this is right a, now? This is a 180, Kelly. And why is she yelling at this woman? This woman didn't make the rules, and, and she's coming to help. Yeah, and she's like, I hope that you uh, that you think about his rights as much as you do the rights of that fucking mother. Like, what is wrong with Kelly? Like, she is such a psycho. Yeah, 100%. And so then, she says... She tells Brandon... Yep. ...that she is applying... To be the foster parent for this baby. Yeah. Because she's all triggered and talking about how they had a miscarriage, which, yes, that's traumatizing and upsetting, and I'm sorry for her that that happened. Yep. She should not 
take this baby. They're not married. No. They're okay. First of all, I don't know how in any world she would get chosen she as a foster parent. She's not married. She works part time like I mean kind of part time or whatever. I guess full time, but but she works clinic. at a free clinic like for this organization. She can't be making a ton of money or anything right. like that. She's bouncing back and forth between Brandon's house and and this apartment that she rents with her girlfriend, like, she is not, she doesn't have a stable home yeah. environment. She's only like 22, right? <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have a stable relationship. Uh, she doesn't have a ton of money. I, I mean, like, I don't understand how, like, her mom must be very, very wealthy. If, uh, even though her mom doesn't appear anymore. Yeah. But if she gets the baby, that's that's got to be a, like a giant donation or something. But I mean, like. Yeah, this is like you pointed out in the episode. This is a white baby. Yeah. Brand new born baby in Beverly Hills. It's going to get adopted. Oh, 100%. There's I mean, that's be like ghost. Yeah. yeah. So, whatever, Kelly, go for it. Um, But anyway, because they already pointed out that the mom has a year to claim, which I, I, I guess that's a law. I don't, I'm I don't not going to look it up. I have no idea, but like. I well, guess that sounds plausible enough. I guess we'll give them credit that maybe they did their research. Yeah. Um,. But anyway, because they went out of their way to tell us that, obviously this baby's going, like, Kelly's going to have the baby, going to bond with the baby, and then uh, that 16-year-old's going to come and take the baby back. We'll see. Well, And Brandon tries to, like, talk her out of it. He's like, you know, imagine how hard it's, he's like, remember how hard it was to ha- lose, have a miscarriage? Yes. Imagine how much harder it's going to be if you bond with After the baby. After a year. Yeah. And she's like, I'm willing to take that risk she's because like, it's... It's good for drama for the TV show. And she's like, if you don't want to do it with me, I understand. Like, she's basically saying, I, I want this baby more than our relationship. Yep. The fuck? Huh? I mean, that's, that's, they'll, she'll have the baby for an episode, and then uh, Jessica Alba will want the baby back. Yeah, we'll see. <sighs> I mean, you're probably right. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I, everybody in this episode is stupid. Everybody did yep. stupid things. They all made me mad. Yep. I, I every time I watch a show, I just get madder. Like I said, every decision was the wrong decision, right. and everyone was dumb. Yes, and agreed. Then they, they ruined everything. They did. Uh, and uh, the worst decision of all was Noah deciding to stay. God, please stop reminding me. Uh, but anyway, that is the episode. Carol, tell the people where to make the right decisions. So you can write us at latefee nineteen ninety four awl dot com. Yep. Check out our website at www.retrolatev.com. Yep. And share the tapes with your friends. I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.